Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We speak exclusively to the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion, Eric Young, in just a moment. Plus, original plans for last night's NXT Ironman match. And a former WWE star is going for the NWA title for Wednesday, September the 2nd, 2020. This is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Eric Young with the dreaded Pile driver in the center of the ring, and Eric Young is going to become world champion here tonight. Eric Young, the world class maniac, is now world champion. So that was the moment that Eric Young became the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion last night. He left the WWE in April and has properly landed on his feet back home in Impact Wrestling. We cross now to our very own Jack King for a very special exclusive interview. I'd like to introduce uh, the one and only Eric Young. How are you? Very, very well. Very well. Good to be the champ. I'm going to say you are, of course, the new Impact World Champion. Uh, first of all, how does it feel to be the champion once again after uh, after such a long time without the belt? Yeah, I mean, for me, a, a big word that keeps coming up in my head is, is justified. You know, it's um, I, I had a, a couple weird years there in my career, um, and I can say that, you know, this is, is something that I believe that, that I'm very capable of. I've always been capable of. Um, and it's justification for real. And it, it, it feels so good and so fresh and so new. It's a, it's a very exciting time to be me and to be with Impact. Would you rather have a year-long reign with the Impact World Championship or would you rather a Stanley Cup win for the Toronto Maple Leaf? Ooh, that's, a tough, that's a tough call. Like, uh, I've been a Maple Leafs fan since I was, was a, a little kid, three or four years old, and uh, still had yet to see them raise the Stanley Cup. So uh, I think I'd probably, I'd probably rather take uh, the, the world title. Pro wrestling is, is my first love. Um, it, it's what I've loved you know, my whole life. It, it's you know, been my, my world you know, my whole life for you know, over 20 years. And being a champion anywhere, anyone that says that they got into wrestling and they didn't want to be the world champion is either a liar or is in the business for the wrong reason. Now, more generally as well, what does it feel like just to be back in Impact on the whole? Because, of course, you had quite an extensive career there earlier on, and now you're back. How does it feel? Have things changed? Are things the same? What's it What's it like? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, there's a, it's a bunch of different feelings. For me, it's, it, it's a bit of coming home, but at the same time, is it's all new. Because the reality is, is, is I worked for TNA Impact, 
and, and that that part of the company is closed. You know, they they they've rebranded it as Impact Wrestling now, and um, it, you know it, it's on a different channel. It, it, it's owned by Anthem Sports, which is an unbelievable partner in all this. Um, and it, you know, it's we've got all the right people from top to bottom in place to grow. And I feel like in the last couple of months, the results are showing that. I mean, like. Impact Wrestling during a global pandemic is growing. It's, it's getting bigger every single week, and that's, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan and you can't be excited about that, I don't know I don't know what you can be excited about. Yeah, I was going to ask that, actually, because Impact really has been thriving, in a way, during this, this kind of weird lockdown era with all of these new challenges being thrown up. But Impact have been delivering a very consistent yeah. product week in and week out. Why do you think that is? I mean, a, a lot of it, I mean, it, it starts at the top. You know, Anthem Sports is, is, a, is a smart company, a progressive company. Ed Norholm, Frank Tanky. I mean, these are the leaders of this company. And then, it, it, you know, it, it trickles down to Scott DeMore and Don Callis and the writing team. And then it trickles down from there to the, to the wrestlers to the staff, to the, the PR people. Like, you know, you deal with Ross Foreman. He's been in wrestling for, for years. He's a pro. And it, it's, uh, it, it, the big thing for me, I think, is it is a communal effort. You know, it's a group effort. And everyone understands there that we may be the underdog and we're, you know, we're the smaller company and we don't have unlimited money and we're not generational. And, and we're, you know, kind of, impact is kind of the new kid on the block. And the, the truth is, is I see a week in and week out, we're showing that, not only do we belong, that we deserve a bigger piece of the pie. And we're going to get it. And it's happening now, and it's going to continue to happen. Because everyone is working towards one goal, pulling the rope in the same direction. All the guys and girls here understand that for them to be to do well and be successful, the company has to do well and be successful first. And that's something that, that I've always understood. Uh, you know, I will try to teach it to the, to the other guys here. I will do my best to lead by example. I feel like it's something that I've always done. I'm not a raw, raw guy. I'm going to stand up on my soapbox and yell at the people. And I've done this and I've done that. You know, I mean, wrestling changes every day. And I'm always just going to be Eric Young, but I'm always trying to adapt with it. But the big thing is, is impact is is working on getting bigger, and it's happening. And it's, man, it's, it's so cool to be part of something like that. Obviously, the roster is a, a little bit different to the last time you were in impact. Is there anybody on the roster who you'd love to maybe have a match with or even a few matches who you've maybe not had much of a chance with before? Yeah, I mean, how long do you have? Like, the list is huge. It's, it's crazy. Mm. It's, uh, it, it's loaded. And I've said this in other interviews, and it's, it's what I truly believe is, is looking at that roster top to bottom. And it's a great mix of, of experience and youth and all kinds of different styles, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of different beliefs and, and strengths and weaknesses. But the big thing is, is it's limitless potential. And now that doesn't mean potential is just what it says it is. You know, it's just potential. It doesn't mean it's going to be great, but the potential is definitely there. Uh, you know, like I've only been in, you know, Shedwing with a little bit, like Ace Austin, uh, Trey, uh, Fulton is a guy that me and him have history. Mm. And I'm super happy that he's, he's an impact and, and doing very well for himself. You can see the difference, you know. Uh, it's a... Uh, the list is, you know, could go on forever. Like Eddie Edwards, I could wrestle him 365 days a year. I could wrestle him every night for the rest of my career and never have to think or worry about anything. Um, neither of us would probably be very good physically because we like to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> but but it's, it, is, it is exciting, man. It's, it's, there's so many ways that this can go. And 
now that I've got, you know, I've got the belt around my waist, it's just exciting to see where this is going to go. Lots of options, and they're all good. I think it's also fair to say that you're maybe one of the most versatile wrestlers around these days because you mentioned a little bit earlier adapting with the times. Um, I mean, you've done comedy stuff, you've done serious stuff, you've been a heroic underdog, and now you're this more, like, maniacal character. Uh, how have you been able to be so versatile over the years? Yeah, I feel it's, uh, I mean, I don't know if I went into to wrestling thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be versatile, you know, it's, I think it's, um, for me, it's probably my number one skill set, you know, it's probably the number one thing that makes me a value is I can do all kinds of different things. Like, I may not be the best technical wrestler. I may not be the best on the mic. I may not, you know, be the most physical or, or whatever it is, but I'm, I'm very, very good at all of these things. And it's, it's not, for me, it's cool, because I'm not saying I think I can do it. I, I'm, I'm saying I've already done it, and I've done it at a high level. And for me, it's cool to say, you know, in my career, I've seen the show, I've seen a card from, from every angle. I've been the opening match, I've been the main event, you know, I've been in tags, I, I've wrestled women, you know, I was, I was wrestling women before wrestling women was cool. Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very cool for me, and, and in life, I'm a very experiential person. I, I want to experience everything, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I think it's what makes us, what make, makes me tick, and it's what at the end of your life, when you look back, like the more things you experience, the more fulfilled you're going to be. I don't want to just be one type of wrestler. I mean, I want to be Eric Young, but I want to be 40 different shades of whatever that is. Um, and, and something I learned from an interview I, I heard from Terry Funk when I was very, very early on in my career, he was working in ECW and was about to wrestle in the main event of one of their pay-per-views. And I remember reading it, and he said, they're like, why, how is Terry, Terry Funk able to be over nowadays when he's been wrestling longer than some of these guys have been alive? And he said, well, it's because I'm willing to change. And he said, Terry Funk is always going to be Terry Funk, but the wrestling industry is going to change every single day, and I've got to learn to change with it. And that's something I've always tried to do. I, I've, I've stayed true to who I am. I believe storytelling first and foremost and I believe promos and physicality and matches, vignettes, all of those things are tools to make the story mean more. The story is what should always drive wrestling, especially in North America and especially on television, and all those other things are just tools to make that story stronger. So that's what I believe in the most, and being versatile. I mean, I, I, there's all kinds of different ways I can go at it, which is, is to me, is probably my number one skill set. And, and now you find yourself at this stage of your career with this kind of sadistic, maniacal character. Where did the inspiration behind your current persona come from? Yeah, it, it, I pulled it from all kinds of places. I could, you know, like I, I pulled from movies um, very early on when I made the switch to World Class Maniac, like Taxi Driver was, was something that, right. you know, Robert De Niro's character and that is, I, I took from. Um, I've done a lot of like improv and acting and stage acting and stuff too and um, read a bunch of books on you know character development and you know different methods and training methods for acting and stuff like that and something very interesting I read and I told this to some other wrestlers younger wrestlers and people that asked for my advice it was a it was a an exercise for an actor saying okay you're playing this character make make a list of three to five 
carry in his pockets or in her purse or, or in their wallet. And it, that kind of really struck home for me. And so when I'm, I'm being the world-class maniac and being this maniacal character, I'm staying and I'm doing things to, to advance that character. I want people to see that and say, like, man, this guy is twisted and doesn't care and is maniacal and vicious and violent. And what are the reasons for that? And, and how do I back that up and how I wrestle and how I speak and how I walk and how I talk? All of it is important. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big stickler on details. And I think details, you know, what's the old saying? The devil's in the details. And that's something that I, I've always, always prided myself on. I read today that you made your debut in 1998. So you've basically, you've been wrestling for your entire adult life. Uh, what is the secret to that sort of longevity? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a secret. I mean, reality is, is like when you first start, um, it was always a kind of a concern in my back of my head. It's like, could I physically hold up? Because that's that's the big question. You know, a lot of guys are, are good at this, and a lot of guys are, are, are great athletes and are tough and this, that, and the other, but you never know if your body's going to be able to hold up. And each individual is different because of genetics, because of training, because of diet, because of, you know, a million things. Um, so it was always in the back of my head, but, I mean, as a person, as a guy that's held basically a full-time schedule, you know, some more busy than others for 16 plus years of this being my living. It's, uh, I can say that I'm, I'm pretty durable. I've knock on wood. I've, I've never missed a show from an injury. Um, I've wrestled hurt lots of times, but I've never missed a show because of injury. And that's another thing that I think is, is, uh, important for me is I, I'm going to be there. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to, I'm, you know, there's been times when it's been in question, but it's, it's a huge part of wrestling is being available and, and being there and, and not being out and injured. And um, physically, I, I guess just I'm, I'm maybe I'm built to take it. I'm, I'm not super tall. I'm compact. I'm, you know, thick kind of head to toe. And, and I've always been a very durable person. So it's, uh, it's something that I pride myself on for sure. It's made you once again become Impact World Champion. So congratulations, Eric Young. Long may it continue. And uh, thanks very much for stopping by. Thank you, Jack. You can watch Impact Wrestling for free on the Impact Wrestling app here in the UK. It's part of the free tier on the app. Find out more at impactwrestling.com. Thank you very much to Jack and congratulations to the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion, Eric Young. seconds into the cover into the count Balor second victory he's the new champion 12 seconds it's down to 10 has Balor done it wait a minute last shot clock is ticking 5 seconds we're gonna take away Cole trying to fall over Balor cover wait a minute What just happened? You two will face each other one on one in this ring, and it will be one full to the finish. Yes. And then the winner 
will be the new NXT champion. Now that's Sunday. Wow. Huge decision for William Regal. He's called a tie between Finn Balor and Adam Cole. And next week at NXT Super Tuesday 2, we're going to have a singles match between these two men. One fall to a finish, and that will find our new NXT champion. The closing moments of Super Tuesday. Still no NXT champion. Quite a few people upset with the way that match went down. My thinking is, if people paid money to go and watch that show where there wasn't a champion crowned, yeah, you'd be upset. But nobody did because there's nobody going to live shows at the moment. So I can't, it's, I'm fine with this creative direction. WrestleVotes have given us a bit of an insight into what went on before this match began. And what we saw play out uh, was uh, was one of the possible options that they considered. This comes from the WrestleVotes Twitter account. They say, the two ideas for the finish of tonight's Iron Man match were either Pat McAfee costing Adam Cole the match or the match ending after 60 minutes tied and starting the sudden death overtime next week as the show comes on the air. It looks as if we're going with the latter. I think Pat McAfee getting amongst it with Adam Cole would have obviously shown the direction, the plans to keep that few ticking over, but it certainly does feel that the Pat McAfee-Adam Cole thing has wrapped up now. So I'm kind of glad they didn't go with that. I really like the creative direction of this. As I say, there was no paid fans there, so nobody really feels cheated. How can you feel cheated about getting Finn Balor versus Adam Cole one-on-one? That match is indeed going down next week. We don't know whether or not it will start the show, but it will be a massive part of Super Tuesday 2, as NXT is once again uh, preempted to a Tuesday, which gives them... uh, chance to bulk out a show the same way that AEW has done on the Thursday Night Dynamite and the Saturday Night Dynamite. Also, next week, we will have a steel cage match on NXT featuring Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez. It was Ripley who challenged Martinez to the match last night on NXT, and and Martinez has accepted we're going to get a belter of a steel cage match between those two. We'll go through everything about NXT Super Tuesday on NXT Graded. It'll be on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Cultaholicshop.com is now open. We have a first run of some very limited items and they are running out very very quickly and once they are gone they are gone uh, the adam pacitti what happened to that wrestler enamel pins all gone you missed your chance but gary youtube enamel pins still available as well as cultaholic sunglasses and some first run exclusive designs of cultaholic t-shirts you can get them right now and get them before they go because once they're gone they're gone. Don't come tweeting me when you want a t-shirt. Cultaholicshop.com. Get yours before they go. Former WWE star Tennille Dashwood, known in WWE as Emma, made her return to Impact Wrestling during last night's show. It was uh, following an altercation between Diana Perrazzo and Jordan Grace. And we saw uh, Dashwood coming out onto the stage and making her presence felt. This is really bulking out the Impact Knockouts division. I genuinely believe that Impact Wrestling has some of the best women's wrestling around right now. Just a, a such a variety of performers within the Knockouts division. And Tennille Dashwood is going to complement that. Of course, since she left WWE, she has done other things. She was a part of Ring of Honor for quite a while, but it has actually been quite some time since she's done anything wrestling-based. I think last time we saw her doing anything wrestling-wise was in March, but then I think that's the case for most people, what with the world being on fire. Great addition to the Impact Wrestling roster, that is. Renee Young has spoken to Sports Illustrated's media podcast. This is the first time she's spoken since leaving WWE. She's given us a few details on uh, what went down as she was leaving and what she wants to do going forward. Renee says there was not one particular moment where she decided to leave the company, but she says that it was when Backstage got cancelled and she got diagnosed with COVID-19 that she took time out to have a think about her career and what she wants to do and kind of realizes that she, she realized around that time that she'd pretty much done everything in WWE. Of course, she tweeted out about having COVID-19 and the the conversation between WWE and Renee about this was pretty frosty. Uh, she was asked on the podcast about the rumors that WWE weren't happy with her decision to go public with having coronavirus. And Renee said it was not well received. They weren't even... Like, you shouldn't have posted it. It was just, we really wish you gave us a heads up before you posted it. It was bad for PR and whatnot. But again, I wouldn't have even thought thought to do that, to say, hey guys, I'm going to tweet that I have COVID. Like, that's just not what I was thinking about when I posted it. Uh, Renee also said that she felt a little slighted. Didn't really feel like anyone was all that concerned that she got sick. And that bothered, that bothered her for sure. And part of the reason why she took time to evaluate her what she wants to do. Uh, she spoke to Michael Cole and asked him about, you know, her, her decision to go. Uh, nobody tried to talk her out of it once she made her mind up. And and once she sort of realised that what's left for her going forward is no longer doing backstage, uh, but doing talking smack that she was doing before. Renee says in this podcast, it felt like a sort of step back 
And at that point in her career, she doesn't want to be taking steps back. Uh, also, she will still be working with Fox in relation to WWE, but they're trying to figure that out right now. Uh, she has not spoken to AEW. I think that's the, the question of the day. And she's joked about the assumption that as soon as everybody leaves WWE, they go to AEW. So she's addressed that. But she says she wants to be more in control of the content that she puts out there. She's not in a mad rush to be a part of AEW. Uh, she has a non-compete that lasts quite a while as well. Much longer than 90 days, it seems. And so she's going to be taking that time and just evaluating what she wants to do. Whatever she does next, she's going to take over the world. A very talented broadcaster. Very sad to see Renee walk away. But here is to brighter days ahead. Some notes from Monday Night Raw. Of course, the Iconics are no more. Dave Meltzer reported that Vince McMahon mentioned in a meeting back in July that he sees Peyton Royce as a star on the singles roster. Mike Johnson of PW Insider Elite corroborated this saying I was told by several people that Peyton Royce is earmarked for a singles push they decided they wanted to push her and it's not a case of Billy Kay leaving the company or anything like that I was just told they want to push Peyton Royce and try and go in a different direction with her as you notice Billy Kay kind of got wiped out on Raw Underground so my guess perhaps is they are going to take her off TV or put her on Smackdown or somewhere else but I'm told the reason this happened was not some immediate punishment or an immediate issue the decision was made that Peyton Royce one of the people who was going to be pushed going further. And that was their means to an end. That's from Mike Johnson of PW Insider Illy. It just felt very rushed. Felt very rushed. Thought we could have maybe paced out the split a little longer, but be that as it may. Uh, Raw on Monday brought in 1.8 million overnight viewers. Down from last week's 2 million. Uh, very down, actually, uh, from when they debuted the Thunderdome. Hour one. Uh, even with last week, people stuck around to see what happened at Payback. And then by the end of the third hour, nearly half a million people had fallen off in the third hour. But it averaged out to just shy of 1.9 million, 1.896 to be exact. So not terrible numbers, still up overall. You know, there's been some worse numbers for that for all, but certainly a concern where the bloom seems to be already off the rose with the Thunderdome. Future plans for Retribution include sticking around on Monday Night Raw, it seems. Post-wrestling say, quote, One source noted to us that Retribution is expected to only appear on Raw moving forward. Uh, not quite sure why the decision has been made to, to pair this back from a WWE-wide invasion to just a Monday Night Raw invasion. Doesn't feel like good news for Retribution. The fact that it started off as quite a big thing and already it's sort of pulled back a little bit. So like less involvement with SmackDown now and just exclusive to Raw. I hope this isn't one of those things that just fizzles out, you know. Mike Johnson of PW Insider has reported that Nigel McGuinness is back with the company soon. Um, no further details on that, but Nigel McGuinness was let go during uh, the summer. It was just after April, I believe, that... The reports came down that McGuinness had left the company. It appears that he may have been uh, either let go completely and now rehired or furloughed. It's uh, possibly going to be the case that he has been brought back to be a part of NXT UK. The timing of the return of Nigel McGuinness seems in line with the timing of the return of NXT UK. 
which is uh, they're taping as we speak for NXT UK. So McGuinness could be back behind an announce table already. Uh, Triple H has unveiled the BT Sports Studio setup for NXT UK. It's an incredible setup. Just a really, really smart, clean, polished building. NXT UK may look better than ever coming out of the BT Sports studio. Last night, NWA uploaded a video announcing that Mike Bennett is going to be challenging Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. NWA announced it. The match is going to be taking place on the primetime live show, which is happening September the 15th. Uh, The announcement is on their YouTube channel and on their Twitter right now. Mike Bennett is such a strong uh, addition to the NWA roster. Like Obviously, I don't know whether it will become anything permanent, whether he'll be part of plans going forward if power comes back. Obviously, quite a few people have left NWA, so they'd be looking to, to bolster those ranks a little bit more. Mike Bennett being a part of that is a great idea. I think Bennett and Aldis will have a really strong wrestling match. Check out Cultaholic.com today for the five best Ironman matches in WWE history. Last night's was a belter. There's a few more at Cultaholic.com for your consideration. On the Cultaholic podcast feed, if you haven't done so already, myself, Matthew Gregg, and Justin Henry invite you to watch Backlash 2000 with us. It is a Cultaholic classic watch-along that is ready for your ears right now. And on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, later on today, we will do NXT Super Tuesday Graded. Spoiler, love that Iron Man match. (laughs) I don't know whether I've given that away or not. We'll talk all about it on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later on. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 